Welcome to the Imperfectly Fit Podcast. I'm your host, your non-BS fitness bestie, Kaz Bundy. Each week, we talk about fitness, nutrition, health, and mindset to empower and inspire you to level up your life and get imperfectly fit. Happy Thanksgiving, Queen! I'm so excited to bring you this episode because I think it's super important because most people feel really, really anxious about the holidays and about having all this food around them and feeling that this might ruin their progress when in reality, this is not what will happen. So I want you to relax if you are feeling this way and I'm going to give you my top 10 tips on how to stop overeating and actually enjoy these holidays. So let's dive right into it. Number one is don't let your hunger get out of control. Don't let yourself get ravenous, okay? This is super, super important, guys. So this is actually a biological response. So when you haven't eaten, you start to get hungry, right? And if you wait and wait and wait, you will you will get hungrier, hungrier and hungrier. And this will make you overeat. And like I said before, this is a biological response. This is your body trying to do what it's programmed to do, all right? So if you eat when you're feeling like you're on a 6 or a 5 out of 10, it's going to be a lot easier to control the amount of food that you're eating than if you are on an 8, 9 or even 10 where you really want to be able to control anything and you will eat, 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 eat until you feel sick. So um, the way I like to put this is like you will have similar to like an animalistic kind of response. You know when an animal hasn't eaten in a while and then you feed them and they go like crazy? This is the same thing. So you need to control your hunger, all right? And this goes straight into number two, which is don't save calories or under eat during the day. I know it's very, very popular advice on social media. Everyone's saying, save some calories for tonight. Don't have breakfast, don't have lunch. So then you can have all your calories at night. But the problem is, is that this will lead you to binge. So listen up. The only reason why you are binging is because you are restricting. All right. Binge or binge eating is a response to a period of restriction. So what I want you to do is actually the opposite. I want you to have a regular breakfast, a regular lunch, focusing on um, protein. That is always super important because protein helps you feel fuller. Um, and then when you get to dinner, you won't feel as hungry like we talked about on the previous point. And you will be able to control the amount of food you eat much better. All right. If you do save calories for dinner and you skip your breakfast and or lunch, then you won't be able to control the amount of food that you're eating at night. And you're just going to want to have second, thirds and fourths of everything. And we obviously don't want that. And like I said before, this is just a response of your body. Your body is trying to protect you. So if you haven't eaten for X amount of hours, and then you come across food, your body is like, I need all the food because I don't know for how long I will go without food again. So it's just trying to protect you. Your body has your best interest at heart. 
And all these responses are natural and they're just how our brain and body works. So when you get to understand these responses, you can control everything much better, if that makes sense. All right, number three, eat mostly whole meals and instead of snacking and gazing. So the thing is, snacking is not bad. I'm not against um, snacking, anything like that. Gazing might not be the ideal strategy though, but the problem is that if you are struggling with overeating in general when you go out for dinner or during the weekend or in this special like holidays occasion um, and you are snacking or gazing a lot then that is one of the issues if you never eat a proper meal you never get to the point where you feel actually full and satisfied and your brain will continue to give you the hunger signal so you will never get to that like nutrient threshold where your body is like Yep, cool, I'm good for now. We can wait a few hours until our next feeding window. Um, so if you're constantly snacking or gazing, you might not feel hungry like for a few minutes, like you eat a little bit of a snack, you don't feel hungry for like 30 minutes, 45 minutes, and then you feel hungry again. So you snack again, and this is like an ongoing thing. So when I learned the importance of eating like real meals and started doing like proper meals instead of snacking because I was the biggest snacker in the world, um, I started to like, or I stopped feeling hungry. And that was something that really, really changed me. And it's one of the strategy I use with my clients. I always encourage them to try this strategy and see if it works best for them. Because um, obviously this is all very individualized and you have to try it out and see if it works for you. But when you stop snacking and you go for bigger meals, you will feel a lot more satisfied with your food, like from a mental perspective and also from like a biological perspective. And also you won't have troubles hitting your micronutrients, um, which is really hard to get from snacking. Also... Another problem with snacking is that it is harder to get all your protein in as well. Um, like I said before, I was the biggest snacker, okay? I used to eat, even for lunch, I would have like snacks. Like I used to love, 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 love snacks and th that was pretty much all I ate. And I was constantly snacking. And I remember doing like my grocery shopping and be like, okay, I need all these snacks because I'm always freaking snacking. <laughs> and then... um. I tried this new strategy where let's say, let me give you an example with numbers. Let's say your deficit calories are 1800, all right? So that means that you can have three meals of 600 calories, which is like a good, decent amount of food. That will for sure leave you satisfied for like quite a few hours, four, five, six hours, all right? But if you only have like a hundred calorie breakfast and then you're snacking like one hour later another hundred and then another hundred and then another hundred and you go like this all day no wonder how why you have problems stopping eating at night okay um and even if you think like okay i have a smaller breakfast and just have like a i don't know 200 calorie breakfast then you have 400 calories that you can have on snacks and have like a 600 calorie um lunch and also a 600 calories dinner 
and like I said, that will really like make you feel not hungry or not as much. I know one of the biggest struggles that people have, and I've been through this many, many times for many, many years, is that I felt constantly hungry. This feeling of never being full or satiated or satisfied, like never. I was always hungry no matter what I ate. Um, and this also comes from this constant snacking and gazing. So if you stop the snacking and then just focus on whole meals, you're going to be in much more control when it comes to food. All right, number four, protein is the real MVP in your diet and lifestyle. And like I truly, truly mean it, protein is always the hero. And this means that you need to not only prioritize protein and try to hit somewhere around 20, 25 to 30 grams of protein per meal, not because this is a magic number, it's because if you have three, four feedings a day of 30 grams of protein, that means that you have hit your protein for the day, all right? There's no magic number and there's no limit to how much we can absorb. This is a myth. There is a limit of how much we utilize for muscle protein synthesis, but that is not the same as absorbing protein, all right? You do absorb all the protein you eat. But going back to what I was saying, protein has to be your main ingredient and has to be the hero of the dish and you have to build your dish around your protein source. So um, I think it's Gordon Ramsay that says protein is the hero of the meal. Yeah, that is exactly right. So even if you want pasta, build your dish around protein and have like chicken pasta or like bolognese or something where you have like a good source of protein. And you can also have like a side of pasta plus whatever protein you want. You don't have like to mix them in one dish, if that makes sense. You can have like a Buddha bowl or a taco bowl with chicken or beef. Whatever it is that you want to eat, you have to build it around protein. And this is no different from like the holidays, from tonight's dinner. Just prioritize your protein. And also, like I said before, just also eat all the foods that you want, okay? Don't restrict yourself because then that will only lead to binging. All right, number five, enjoy all foods in moderation and enjoy your favorite fruits every day. I just said that. So one of the main things that happens that leads you to binging, I said before it was restriction. Another one is when you restrict a specific food, you then binge on that specific food. It's not just about restriction overall. So when you don't eat your favorite foods, you start craving them to the point that you lose control around them. And actually a technique that I really love using, and this applies to a lot more than just the holidays, this is like a life sort of technique or strategy, is that if you love eating, let's say, I don't know, a sneaker, whatever it is, I want you to have one every single day, but like a single serving size one, okay? And you can even make it better if you go for a walk to get it every day instead of going to groceries just like once a week and getting seven of them where you can eat them all in one go. Every day, make the effort to get some steps, go and get your single serving size treat whichever it is and eat it every single day at first you will feel scared 
and like you might lose control, but with time you will re like train your brain to feel safe around that food and you will be able to eat just one serving size without wanting to eat more, without binging, without saying fuck it and just eating whatever you can. All right, so this is a amazing, amazing strategy, but you need to like not restrict. So if you eat one today, one tomorrow, you can't go on the third day and be like, no, I can't have it, okay? This takes time, but you need to be like super consistent. And the same goes for like holidays. Just enjoy everything you want to eat today, just in moderation. Like you can have one or two slices of pie, just don't have the whole freaking pie, okay? And you can also save some for tomorrow. You can have some tomorrow or the day after. All right, number six, and this is one that I love, is memories over macros. I always say that, but in saying that, I do want to say that if you want to stay on track because you have big goals and you want to stick to your markers, then I'm all for it. Go do that and don't let anyone talk to you down or criticize you or anything like that. I'm all, f- all for you doing what you want to do. If staying on track will give you anxiety, then we need to go with the memory solver macro strategy. But like I said, if you want to stick to your plan, that is fantastic. Like I'm all for it. Now, going back to memories over macros, one day of perfect eating won't make you lean and jacked and all amazing, okay? It's like one salad salad didn't make one person skinny. One day of eating some delicious food whilst you share with your family an amazing time won't break your progress, okay? Um, Nothing will happen. The only thing that matters is that you enjoy the time, like life is truly short. We have no idea how long we have with our people like next to us, right? So just share the time with them. And if that involves eating a little bit of more food, that's okay. That won't break your progress. It's not how it works. Your progress, it's only like screwed in a longer period of time. You cannot break your progress in only one day. It's not possible. It's not how it works fitness and health and wellness it's all about the long term it's what you do consistently over a period of time so nothing will happen if you don't stick to your plan today and just make sure you're having the best time with your family what is important is that you do get back on track tomorrow so don't let this one day turn into a month and a half until 2023 that is what matters because that is the long term right So, and that leads exactly to number seven, which is don't let one day turn into a whole week, a month, or until January. So, um, progress, like I said, is made or broken in the long term. There's literally no way for you to fuck up your fitness journey unless you quit. If you keep coming back and you keep, like, if you derail, let's say, which I hate using that expression, but let's go with it. Um, If you derail today, just get back on track tomorrow and that's it. That is part of your journey. You're not fucking up your journey. That is the journey. Like literally that is it. You're doing it properly. Okay. Um, So the only way for you to really, really break your progress and fuck it up is if you just throw in the towel and say like, 
fuck it, I'm not going to do this anymore. Like, I'm not going to try. I'm not going to care about my health. I'm not going to eat healthy. I'm not going to, like, worry about my body. And that's not what's going to happen. So it's all good. It's okay. All right, number eight. Only eat when you're actually hungry and stop when you are full. Like I mentioned before, when you live on snacks, you might feel like you're always, always hungry and that you are never really full. But if you start implementing some of these strategies, you'll get to a point where you feel where you're more like in tune with your hunger um, signals. And then it's easier for you to actually eat when you're hungry and stop when you're full. So another thing that's very important here is to understand that if hunger is not the problem, food is not the solution, okay? So you should only be eating when you're hungry. If you feel the need to eat, but you're not truly hungry, then there's a different emotion that's going on that we need to address. You might be bored, you might need a distraction from yourself or from something that happened. You might be frustrated, sad, stressed, angry, whatever it might be. If you're bored or emotional, then it's not hunger and then food is not the solution. So what can you do? What you need to learn is to separate your emotions from your food. Okay. And one of the best techniques to do this is to journal and meditate and just sit down with your emotions. So whenever you feel like you need comfort food, it's because something's going on and you need to sit down with that emotion and feel the emotion and release it through journaling, meditation, whatever you want to do. Um, journaling is a big, big one. It's, a one. it's one that I've used myself and I actually give a journaling ebook to all my clients so they can go through that as well because it really truly helps when you're able to process your emotion then you can approach food without emotion and then you just eat you know um you still eat because you love it and the flavor is amazing and you want to share like a good time with your people i'm not saying that you get rid of all the emotions around food but you do get rid of the bad emotions that control you or I should say, make you lose control around food. So you must sit down with your emotion and feel them. Like I said before, and I'm going to repeat it one more time. If hunger is not the problem, then food is not the solution. All right. Number nine. Know where you lose control and have a plan. So this it's sim not similar, but goes in line with the one before in terms of like you need to analyze your own patterns. So if you have any goals, it could be physique wise or health wise, whatever it might be. If you have goals, you need to be willing to not only make sacrifices, but compromise with yourself. And this means sitting down and thinking about your past patterns. And how can you identify them and just plan for them? So if there are situations that have led you to overeating, what has happened? What was going on at that time that led you to overeating? Was it the abundance of food? Was it because you were frustrated? Was it because there was alcohol involved? What was the pattern? So know where you lose it. Look for those patterns and where things get bad, 
where you really lose control and have a plan so you can be ready to tackle that situation without losing control. So like I said, you need to be willing to put in the work and you have to analyze your own behavior. I know it can suck to do that and it's super hard because you have to like sit in front of the mirror and be like, hey, and call out your shit, you know? And, and I know, I know that it's hard to get real with yourself, but you must do it if you want to stop sabotaging your own efforts. So think about when you've, like I said before, like where have you overeaten and analyze that. Was it during the day? Was it at work? Was it after work? Was it because you were stressed? Is it right before bed? Is it during the weekend? What is it when you fight with your partner? When is it? Because then you can identify how to, not only the pattern, but how to react afterwards. So you know, if you always overeat after a very stressful day at work, you need a strategy to deal with that emotion, which is the previous point, if you're having a very stressful day at work. Does that make sense? I hope so. All right, number 10, last one, the most important one in my opinion, and the best tricks for holidays and how to stop overeating is to pause just simply pause have some have a dish have some food and then pause ideally for a few minutes ideally 5 10 even 20 minutes if you can sometimes it's not possible because everyone's eating at the same time of course um, but just pause before you go for a second or a third or a fourth just pause and just get in tune with the body and be like, okay, that was delicious and I want to have more. But how will I feel if I eat more? Because sometimes the after feeling sucks so, so much that you'd rather not eat. And also our fullness cues might not have reached your brain yet. So you might actually be pretty, pretty full, but you just don't know it yet. So if you wait for a little bit and you make sure that you come that you like physical stomach has capacity to have more food in it, then sure, go for it and enjoy. And actually what you can do here is pick one food where that you will like overeat, if that makes sense. So let's say I love dessert. So I would rather have like a regular dinner, not too big, so then I can eat all the dessert I want. Instead of having like a massive dinner, massive salad, massive starter, whatever, and then also a dessert. Does that make sense? So think about just pausing, reading, share some conversation, have a little bit of wine or whatever you're drinking, wait a little bit and then go for your second or third, <laughs> like I said before. All right, girl, that is it. Um, there you have it. What is most important for you to understand is that there's no need to feel anxious or worried, okay? You won't ruin your progress. I want to be very, very, very clear. Um, one bonus thing, the scale might spike tomorrow, obviously, because you're going to have a shit ton of food in your body, a food that wasn't there before, and it's going to be massive amounts of food. So the scale will spike tomorrow. It will show an increase of a few kilos, a few pounds, okay? If you get triggered by the scale, then do not step on the scale tomorrow. And don't step on the scale for the weekend, okay? Give your body 
a full three, four, five days, even a week to get rid of all that excess food and water that will retain for a few days. Okay, so don't panic. You haven't ruined your progress if the scale spike. Consistency over time is what matters most. So go enjoy today, share some precious time with your loved ones and get back to your normal eating habits tomorrow. And don't think for a second on restricting yourself tomorrow. It's a recipe for disaster. You know by now that restricting only leads to binging. So just get back to normal. Tomorrow just eat as normal and you will be fine. That's all for this episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and happy Thanksgiving. There you have it, babe. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, please leave a review or share it to your Instagram stories and tag me at Fitness. It would mean the world to me if you did so and it helps me more than you can imagine. All right, see you next time. <laughs>